as a person that loves to help other people. I think that's the main, if, if one sentence were to describe myself or my life, uh, this is this is what I am. And I think everything that I do kind of stems from that, whether it's teaching people, you know, how to grow on Instagram or how to uh, do their makeup or, you know, I just don't like to, to gatekeep things. So I like to help you in any way possible. And I think that is the sentence that would describe me. Hooded eyes, honestly, let's be honest, like it comes a lot of the time with age and this obsession with youth that we have that I think is also very, very toxic. We're extremely lucky to age. And I remind myself that every day there are people that would literally give anything to age as far as we have. It all comes down to being authentic, knowing what you have to do, knowing your strength and doing that no matter how much it scares you. It was a disaster, Laura. What can I tell you? <laughs> it's a horror. I don't understand why people lie on this app. I just don't get it. But أكيد طريقة كتير طبيعية وبعتقد هيدا هي the trend يلي كانت هيدا السنة نرجع الأشياء أكتر للطبيعي. The heavy makeup كان راح لبرا والnatural makeup يلي هو أقرب شيء لا بشكلنا هو الترند الجديد يلي صار كان هيدا السنة وبدي خليه إن شاء الله لسنة الجاي هاي I'm Laure Sejan a former HR director turned into a pro makeup artist and a beauty editor in this podcast I want to share another way of looking at beauty from the outside and from the inside from people who create beauty trends to people who help us feel better within our body from sharing my experience with some beauty products to digging into new ingredients. Welcome to Beauty S'il vous plaît. Hi everyone. Today I have an amazing guest, Nisrin Daou. And why I'm so excited about it, it's um, because I've seen her growing on Instagram, growing on TikTok. Her videos, you know, are funny, but also uh, educating you on makeup, on how to feel, you know, the best. Um, and uh, and she's always been like so kind. Like she's kind of when you watch her, you feel the kindness. Um We've been knowing only for a couple of years, uh, I think. And, um, and, uh, and Nislin is uh, one of my favorite people to see at events because she's always like so nice, bubbly, smiling, and she always has like nice words you know, to, uh, to everyone. Nislin, welcome to Beauty S'il vous plaît. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hi, Laura. What a warm and lovely welcome. Honestly, thank you so much. I wish you guys could see what I look like, like listening to that. You are so sweet. Thank you for the lovely introduction. Um, I'd like to say the same thing about you. So um, very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So, Nislin, um, we're going to do this episode in two parts. There will be one part in English and there will be one part in Arabic for my 
um, for the audience uh, that are more into uh, Arabic than English. And uh, and I thought that you would be like the perfect, uh, you know, person into beauty as a beauty influencer, you know, to uh, to experiment uh, this uh, new way of me doing, you know, this um, my episodes. Um, so, Nisrin, before going into details on how you you grew on uh, social media, how would you describe yourself? Well, um, I I think I would describe myself as, in general, as a as a person that loves to help other people. I think that's the main. If if one sentence were to describe myself or my life, uh, this is. This is what I am. And I think everything that I do kind of stems from that, whether it's teaching people, you know, how to grow on Instagram or how to uh, do their makeup or, you know, I just don't like to, to gatekeep things. So I like to help you in any way possible. And I think that is the sentence that would describe me. Yeah, I think this is something that we can really feel, you know, on your on your videos um, is there's always something that uh, like, Indeed, either to help or to make people feel good about themselves. Um, one of the, or some of the video that you're doing about hooded eyes, for instance, yeah. and you have hooded eyes yeah. and, uh, and you kind of, um, you know, saying that there are probably like a, some other Instagrammers or influencers and they're saying that they have, um, hooded eyes, but actually they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't. they don't know that's true and what i love is um is the way that you do you know makeup on yourself with your hooded eyes i mean it's it's very accurate like for someone having hooded eyes i have hooded eyes as well um it doesn't show always because you there's always tricks you not know, to show that you don't have hooded eye that you can show better yeah. your makeup you know when you take the pictures or videos um, but with this, I mean, do you do you get comments from your audience about like, oh, thank you, you know, for showing us how to do makeup on on hooded eyes? Because actually, the trend today is like, you know, having the uh, eyebrows lifted yeah. and not having any eyelids. Well, this is crazy. I know. I totally agree with you. I think a lot of the feedback for me has been kind of. Thank you for representing us. But mostly, you know, there there isn't much like kind of representation for this thing. People that have hooded eyes, fix them or fix them. I put that in quotation mark, air quotes, because there's nothing really wrong with having hooded eyes. But so, but in this day and age, and with the trends that are going on in beauty, it's kind of like taboo to have hooded eyes, which is not true at all. I find them very beautiful. I find them very charming. I find them. I call them kind or sweet eyes, like my mom calls them. So, um, yeah, a lot of people are craving that type of how do I improve the, the look of my hooded eyes without surgically having to remove them or changing the way I look. So I, and this is also something else I do, which is not change you, but try to improve on the way you look, um, but not change you, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think... In today's society or trend, having, as I said, like having hooded eyes, um, I don't know if I would call it like 
being a taboo or being something that we should not be proud of just because basically the trend is again you know, having like big eyes and lifted eyebrows and removing you know the skin on the eyelid to have like um, yeah. a, a, a bigger a bigger space to work you know on yeah. it. Yeah. um but uh, on the other hand probably having hooded eyes is an opportunity to also look into your face and trying to see what else is gorgeous about what you have. I think it's also an obsession with youth that I think the world today is just obsessed with. Hooded eyes, honestly, let's be honest, like it comes a lot of the time with age and this obsession with youth that we have that I think is also very, very toxic um, plays into that. So it's, it's, which is that's the other side of, I think what I do or what I try to show you is let's not be obsessed with youth and anti-aging or, you know what I mean? I saw a beautiful quote today that said, let's not call it, call it anti-aging. Let's call it aging. Well, which I thought was so beautiful because it stops you from feeling all that shame that you're aging and try to reverse something that in no way you can't avoid it. So I think that's where a lot of it comes from as well. It's not just to look, it's just it's obsession with youth that we have in our society now. Yeah, that's true. But to be like to age is not easy. <laughs> no. In, 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 yeah, yeah, but and and uh, and that's true that uh, you know saying like instead of saying um uh anti-aging is how to age well uh the the last episode that uh, i had was about you know how food can help you in aging well and um and there is uh also this doctor uh, her name is gabrielle lyon indeed you no know, um i don't know if, if this is her quotation her quote or coming from someone else but indeed she is using the term like aging well and and I think this is something that we need to emphasize. And as you said, like, you know, hoodie dyes usually, you know, go to, um, go to, I don't want to put people in, in boxes, but that's true that, you know, when you age, when you go through ages and, and I can see myself, you know, I'm nearly 41 now. Um, my eyes have changed. I mean, they are more like hooded, you know, a bit more like drooping on the side and, uh, and to be very honest with you, no, I mean, it's not something that I'm pleased with, but that's something that I need to accept and to live with. Absolutely. And not just accept. Um, I know this is taking a turn out of makeup. But I do want to tell you something, which is something I always say on my lives and to, you know, my followers. And we are very, very lucky to age. You know that. We're extremely lucky to age. And I remind myself that every day there are people that would literally give anything to age as far as we have and further and beyond so we're very lucky to be aging and I think that's how you kind of not only accept it but learn to be grateful and thankful for it I feel no shame about it I yes sometimes I look I'm like damn like I wish <laughs> I wish I was as useful as I was but you know what I'm very lucky to be here I'm very lucky to have age I'm very lucky to have reached this age and to see these wrinkles those you know paths that my face has carved from my experiences do you know what I mean so yeah, important to remember that. I've never thought uh, of this like this, you know, like, yes, we are lucky. We're lucky to age. We're lucky to still be here on earth. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's uh, such a good reminder. Yeah. 
it's freeing. It's freeing to think of that. Yeah, it is. Yes. So Nisreen, I wanted to go back to um, to your career as an Instagrammer, TikToker. Um, I remember a few years ago when I first met you in person, because a lot of the time we meet people through social media on Instagram, we start following, you know, each other. And then it's on only like, you know, a few months or a few years after that, we're able to meet the person in person. Absolutely. And, the, and when we, when we chatted, I was like, oh, okay. So, so you're a makeup artist. And then you told me, no, I'm not a makeup artist. I'm a graphic designer. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I say that all the time. I don't know why. I am. I am a graphic designer. <laughs> what, what shocked you about my response? I, I'm interested. Well, I was not expecting that uh, uh, someone, you know, could have like, um, a, it's not probably, it's not a side activity. And I'm not sure how being a graphic designer, if it's still a main activity or not, or because yeah. I can see you're super busy, you know, on social media. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was like, okay, so she's doing makeup, but then she's also a graphic designer. And for me at the time, it was like, no, you just have one job and that's it. You cannot have like two jobs. <laughs> you know? But you used to be in HR. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But today I'm not qualifying myself anymore as an HR director. You know, I'm qualifying myself. Yeah. Actually, I'm qualifying qualifying myself, you know, um, with three hats. So I'm a makeup artist, I'm a beauty editor, and I'm a podcaster. So there you go. That, now I understand. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I actually still work in graphic design. I work for myself. I freelance for a lot of companies and I have some, you know, many clients. And this actually, I was doing this whole day today, working on graphic design. Then in the evening, I turn into this, um, this beauty content creator and on the weekends I do bridal makeup. So I've had to kind of narrow it down, but yes, I am a designer by profession. So, so you're still doing that. That's amazing. How, yeah. how have you, um, uh, how have you grown your community? Where does it come from? This passion about beauty, about makeup, what made you start uh, being a makeup artist and doing bridal makeup? I love answering this question because I think it opens up so many opportunities to think about for people that are listening. Um, so I, I studied visual communication. So I am a graphic designer, like I said. Um, I worked in many ad agencies prior to uh, quitting. I was sitting at my desk. I, I tell the story all the time again. I'm sitting at my desk one day. Um, I was a graphic designer, a senior position. And doing my work and I started to get very anxious at my job like super anxious like is this all there is to life good god there must be something more like than coming in before like when the sun rises and leaving after the sun sets you know eating showering coming back and doing it the next day five days a week like I found that exhausting and I applaud the people that can do it but I I just my mental health took a total turn and I was sitting at my desk I'm like you know what um no I don't want to do this like my whole life. I'm sorry. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to follow this path. There's another path for me. And I've always loved beauty. I've always loved makeup. I've done um, my cousin. I do my cousin's makeup all the time. I um, like my sisters also were three, we're three sisters. So we're three girls and they always ask me to do their makeup. Like I have kind of a passion and it, it, I would say a talent for it. Um, 
if it's not being too boastful to say that, but I, you know, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go get certified in makeup. And I did that. I let, I left my job. I actually got fired at the time, which is very interesting. Um, I got fired from my job because uh, I just could not come in on time. <laughs> that is the <laughs> truth. And, and, and my boss, like he fired me to kind of shake, shake me in my boots. This is what I understood because we had a conversation later about, you know, no, come back in. I just wanted to like, I want you to have you come in on time and whatever. And I told him, I'm sorry, I already booked my ticket to California because I'm going to get certified in makeup over there. And I'm going to come back. And I had this whole path imagined in my head of where I was going to go. I wanted to freelance what I do, graphic design, because it's still something I love. I just don't love the nine to, nine to six of it. So I want to freelance graphic design. I want to start a social media account because Huda Beauty is actually one, or Huda Katan, I'd like to say, is, is really my, my, my vision of where to go at the time. You know, I'm like, I want to do that. I want to have my own time. I want to talk about beauty and makeup. This is th- these are things I love. And I also want to do other people's makeup because I am good. I am good at it. And people ask me to do it. Why not do it for money? If you become a professional, right? Instead of like your sisters and your cousins, like let's get some real clients and get a real business going out of it. Um, there's also a quote that says, if you're good at something, never do it for free. So then I was thinking about that. And I'm like, you know, what? I should just make a business out of it. And so I went to the States and I got certified in beauty in Los Angeles and Hollywood at the Los Angeles Makeup School. And I came back in 2015. I started my Instagram. And uh, right off the bat, I got um, some of my influencer friends tell me, come in, like, can you do my makeup? And then word of mouth grew from there. I did um, a Lebanese celebrities makeup as well. This is all within like, I had a thousand followers at the time, but people liked my makeup. You know, I, I wasn't shocked by that, but I was shocked at the speed that was taking off. And then things lagged and lagged for many years. And then this year is when they started picking up again. And uh, I tried so many different things. I'm not going to say that hard work didn't go into it. A lot of hard work went into where I, where I am today, to, to be where I am today. And I'm very grateful to be here. I forgot the question. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I think you were asking like how I started or how I got here. Yeah. You've, you've looped a lot of questions into one. And I think that's how I started. That's how I got here. Um, and then I can go into detail later as we speak, if you like, on, on how I grew this year, actually. Yeah, indeed. I mean, I, I think I met you, it was for one of the events, I can't remember, um, you know, it was at uh, uh, Physic 57? No. 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 And I, I, you don't remember. Okay. I do. I do remember <laughs> where I met you. I remember who I met you with. You were with your friend. Um, uh, and uh, and I, I met you face-to-face at that event. I just cannot remember for the life of me which event that was. We go to so many. My head yeah, I know. Yes. But I yeah. remember like for the event of um, uh, Physic 57, you remember? Yeah. Yes, I remember. That wasn't the first time we met. I thought it was the first time we met. Yes, I did meet you at the physique yeah. event. And at the time, um, you you had already grown, you know, for like so much. I, I, I could not remember. Maybe, you know, you were at 10,000. And then at the time I met you, you were at 17,000. And I was like, wow, that's amazing, you know, what uh, how you grew. And, and that's why I'm always like impressed. Um, about how people, you know, are 
growing you know their account uh and obviously you know it doesn't come you know just like this you know there there are yeah. tricks you know there are things that you have to do um to uh to achieve you know that uh, certain level um but how how did you do that what was the mindset you were at the time um and yeah if you can walk us through a bit because i remember can't remember if it was either on one of your live or, you know, one of the events that, you know, we met where you told me it was either I keep on doing it or I stop. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was a either. Yeah. It's either like, I'm going to give it one final push. I actually spoke to my fiance. Let me tell you how, first of all, the first, the first 10,000 were not that hard to get. Actually, I found um, it was from 10,000 to 34,000 that was really tough to get. I don't know how I grew those. Those ones were, honestly, I did so many different things. I joined giveaways. I did a lot of giveaways. I collaborated with so many people. But those, each one would like give me 500, 500. And we're talking over six years. That's a long time. Um, and then when I met you, it was around the time where I, I was like, I even spoke to my um, to my partner at the time. And I said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. I'm going to quit. Although I had this clear vision that I was going to make it, I had no doubt I was going to make it when I started. And then I'm just like, because it took so long, I'm like, maybe this just isn't for me. I'm going to give it one final push, one, but I have to take a totally different direction. And it's a direction I knew I had to take at some point, but I was too embarrassed whether it was of my looks, whether it was of the way I spoke, whether it was my accent. I knew the direction I had to take. I just needed to be brave enough to take it. And this year, at the beginning of this year, before we spoke, I said to myself, either I do it or I close my Instagram and that's it. So at the time I was at 35,000 and then that's the direction I took. This, is, this was um, in the beginning of the year and I decided to start talking to the camera. So the way I am with you right now and having a conversation with you, but to my followers and change it to speak in Arabic because the market was flooded with everybody speaking in English, no matter where you're from. Originally, we sp all speak in English, but that pool is huge. Am I going to compete in that? Probably not. So I decided to take my, my content into Arabic, which gave me my USB, my U unique selling point at that point, and also speak to camera and talk to people. People want to be spoken to, you know, they don't want to see hands or, or things as much as they want to, they want a friend. And so this is the direction I was afraid to take, but I decided to take after a long thought process. And uh, this is what catapulted me to 100,000 followers. So um, sometimes it's the brave move that you know you have to make, that you have to make in order to get ahead. There are no tips and tricks. You said there are tips and there are no tips and tricks. I tried everything, every tip and every trick in the book. It all comes down to being authentic, knowing what you have to do, knowing your strength and doing that, no matter how much it scares you. What, um, what do you enjoy most about what you do today? I love interacting with my followers. Is that weird? <laughs> That's my favorite thing. I, I get a lot of products. I get invited to so many events. I get so many co collaborations. I speak to famous people all the time but my favorite part of it is just talking to my followers whether it's 
on live or like even responding to their comments or having them DM me and just having that personal interaction. I just feel like I'm making a ton of friends and it just feels so good to me, especially in our field. Actually, you, you go to a job, so you go to a job. So you probably um, don't feel the way I feel, which is a bit lonely. Sometimes you work, I work alone. Whatever I do, I work alone. I rarely see anybody. I don't have coworkers. So my favorite part is interacting with people. That's the truth. What's the most uh, challenging things into what you do? Being alone. That is the most challenging for sure. Being alone, locked in a room or a studio all the time, filming and then on your phone editing and your my eyes burn and and my, my, my neck is like scrunched half the time. And then, you know, not being used to being around people. And then you go to all these events and you have to be super social and super active and interact with people. And, and that kind of change, I find it very hard for me. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but I find it very difficult to be in social situations now. Yeah, this is uh, one of the things that uh, now that you're opening up, you know, on, on this, that I felt when I last see you on one of the events where you were like, okay, I'm just coming in and out. And yes. Yes. <laughs> and you were yes. just like running around, you know, doing your content and then whoop, you were gone. <laughs> I remember you wanted to talk to, about this, this podcast and yes. I said, I, I don't have the mental capacity for that right now. I'm My brain is screaming at me <laughs> to leave this event now. I just felt very like tense and anxious. Um, it was my first event after coming back from my vacation. So it was a bit hard, but it's fine. It's okay. We'll get, we all get through it. Yeah, definitely. You, you were talking about indeed um, uh, the feeling of being alone. And yeah. I think either you are a content creator or you're entrepreneur. That is something that I feel and I felt as well the, the most difficult to deal with. Um, because indeed, you know, you need to think yourself about the content you want to create. No one else is going to help you. Yes, you can get inspiration from here and there in terms of trends, but at the end, a trend is a trend. And if you want to make it work or to make it viral, uh, and we'll talk about like, you know, the, the different content that has gone no viral. Uh, you need to to um, create a twist to the to the trend to the trend and to make it inspiring to others or make them laugh or to make them want to know more or uh, or to share it etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, how I mean how do you get your motivation being alone and like the whole day as you said like you know. Uh, being in your studio, that can be quite comforting in in what yeah. I can, you know, uh, um, experience as well when I'm in front of my phone, I have my light and I have my makeup on the side and I know that I'm going to create, you know, something you know, on me or on a model, but mostly now um, on me. But where do you get the motivation? Where do you get like, you know, every day telling you, yeah, let's do it. You know, you wake up in the morning, you say, I'm ready for today. You want the honest answer or the, the answer I give to the podcast? <laughs> the real answer is money, girl. <laughs> We all need to make a living at some point. And whether you like it or not, you got to do what you got to do. If you want to grow, if you want to make money, if you want to make this a career, You want to dilly-dally, sure, but uh, you're not going to make money that way. 
Has this been always an objective for you to be a content creator and to be in front of a camera and to make a living out of it? No, I never thought I would do it. I never thought I would do this. Obviously, um, that's my dog in the background. I'm sorry. But I never thought I would do this when we were growing up. I mean, this is, the whole thing didn't exist, right? We didn't have cell phones. Um, but as I saw, it was actually Huda Katan. And I, I mentioned her again because she was actually the only one almost in the whole field that was doing this. And you watched her grow and you said, oh, my goodness, like, I want to do that. Not a lot of people want to do that. And, and I felt like it was kind of calling me to do it. I knew I'd be good at it. I had no doubt. Um, so I, I don't think it was my dream to do this. But as I grew and as I watched people in the field do it, I think I grew more and more um, attached to the idea. And that's that. I mean, you need that to, to keep going. Mm, yeah, I mean, I quite like your um, honest answer and indeed, you know, that today you are making money, you know, out of it. And and that's amazing because not everyone you know, is able to do so, to be honest. Um, and uh, and yes, it is possible, guys, you know, if you're listening to uh, to us, if this is what you want to do in your life, yes, it is possible. Uh, Nisreen, do you remember the first um the the first video uh or content you created that went viral yes of course that lives rent free in my memory um i created a video actually about i i'm actually going to film it and recreate it in my new updated style this week but it's actually a video about correctly using a damp beauty blender And I remember seeing the numbers go up and I would call my sisters in the U.S. and my mom and go, did you check how many views I have? And it, and the total was like 35,000 or something, which is now in retrospect, nothing. But at the time, it was like crazy to me. Can you imagine 35,000 people watching something you filmed in your living room? Like that blew my mind. But yes, of course, I do remember it clearly. Is today um, an objective uh of itself to create something that would go viral? Every video you hope for that. Of course, this is the dopamine hit at the end of the day, right? This is the, this is the non-monetary payment that you get. I, it's the best feeling ever. But what happens when it doesn't? That's the hard bit. Now you get addicted to that high of, you know, wanting it to go viral and it doesn't. And you just beat yourself up like, oh my God, that time, that idea, I thought I would do well. But you have to try to, you know, lure, your back into, uh, lure yourself back into reality and be like, this isn't what it's about. Even if five people saw it, I'm content. So this is the mindset that I try to, you have to keep yourself in check. I mean, it's a crazy, it's a crazy field. What can I say? There's uh, one of the videos that you created uh, about, you know, this, um, so it has about to do about like um, a beauty, but not makeup, about the nails thing, like the, oh, yeah. um, oh my God. The nail stamper, yeah. <laughs> the nail stamper. So, you know, a few months ago, I think it was just before uh, summer, everyone was crazy about this nail stamper. So basically it's a kind of silicone, cushion where you put your nail polish on it and then you push your nail on it and then it just gives you the most 
perfect you know, French manicure um, to your nail. And everyone, like on other videos, you know, it looks so easy to do. And then you did it. It was a completely disaster. It was a disaster, Laura. What can I tell you? <laughs> it's a horrible. I don't understand. If people lie on this app, I just don't get it. I wasted my hard-earned money to go and purchase something. And then it doesn't work. I had, in my head, I had this whole, like, amazing video of how it's going to work. And I'm going to fix my nails. And as it went on, I'm like, what is going on? And then I thought, you know what? Some people would have scrapped that video, but I decided, no, you know what? Let's post it and let's help people save their money. And this is what happened. But Seven, in a recent... 16 million people saw that video. That's amazing. Yeah, that <laughs> was like, wow. And I remember, you know, I was, I can't remember if it was in English or in Arabic, but I was just laughing because even with your tone of voice, I was, you know, you were like, uh, hello <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> it was in arabic so i'm surprised you got it and i'm really impressed i'm really happy about that actually it means i could still tap into people that don't speak arabic oh my god yes no i was i mean i was laughing you know so much but i think you you did it again you did the new, a new video with the nail stamping right and it worked out. i mean listen um you have to have a very loose uh definition of the word worked because that to me I would never do it again <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> definitely not but yeah I mean that was one of the video that you know I I saw and it was like yeah, yeah. that's um uh that was amazing the other one that I really liked was the freckles one um you know with the it's basically the the hairspray the the yes. Tinted hairspray, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, and and then obviously, you know, I've seen like you know others, you know, doing it. <laughs> I think you played. You were just like a mask on. It was <laughs> terrible. By the way, a part two is coming out in a few weeks, so hopefully by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be out. But yeah, I mean, it's either I'm really bad at these things, or they just don't work, and people are lying to me. <laughs> but you know, that's funny because. Uh, I think a few weeks before you uh, posted your video, I had the product and I was like, you know what? Let me try, you know, on me. And I was like, and it was such a disaster, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Are we getting faulty products? I literally thought maybe it's me or the product. It can't be. But no, a lot of people do it and it works. It's just that you need a lot of practice, I think, which we don't have. Yeah. And probably as well, like, you know, just to be soft on the on the button you can't, you can't shake the bottle as well that's another big tip ah so that's the secret uh, behind it yeah. not shaking the bottle before don't shake the bottle yeah <laughs> amazing um so yeah so as you said like there is no uh, uh secrets or there's no specific tips you know on how to grow your community but probably uh, what to be persistent into and the consistency. I think this is what we are hearing, like, you know, the most of any content creator is be consistent um, and try and be to be authentic. Yeah. And authentic, yes. Yeah. I think the authenticity, that's one of the words that has been uh, or that has grown so much, you know, the past couple of years where people are really or want to watch authentic 
um, content on social media? Because it's become a place where such inauthenticity exists. So seeing something authentic is very refreshing and people are drawn to that. This is why videos where you show something that doesn't work go viral. Whereas with times you think, you know, this is works and it looks amazing. A lot of the time it won't be as big. So that's definitely something to keep in mind if you're a content creator. Put mm. things out there, even if they don't work. Show people that it doesn't work. What's your preferred uh, social media platform? TikTok, for sure. It's my number one. I love it. It's so much different than Instagram. They're like two different people. We've just vibe better. It's so much more kind or forgiving, I think, is the word. People there are much sweeter. Is it? Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also a, a much larger room to grow. I grew on Instagram because of my growth on TikTok and not the other way around. I grew on TikTok in 10 months. I've been six years grinding on Instagram. So that just shows you the platform to where the platform to be is. Mm. And your audience is mainly from the region, from the Middle East region, or do you see your audience? I mean, wh what's the, um, the split? It, on TikTok, um, definitely mostly Arabs. And uh, I have like a 95% women on my accounts and mostly Saudi Arabia on my TikTok and mostly UAE on my Instagram. So it's kind of a balance, but mostly Arab speaking countries. I no longer, I used to see a lot of English speaking countries. Like we have uh, uh, USA used to be on top and, and India and Pakistan and, and then the Arab countries would come, but now it's literally all Arab countries. Um, but this is something again, that, that has helped me instead of, you know, ruin it for me. And originally you're Lebanese, right? Yes, I am yeah. Lebanese. Okay. And how how was it for you? Um, did you grow up in the US or did you grow up in Lebanon? No, I grew up in the UAE. I've lived here my whole life. So 34 years. I was one year old when I got to the UAE, when my family got to the UAE. And I've been living here ever since with no intention so far of leaving. But you never know. Right. So, I mean, so basically you've been able to practice both like English and Arabic. Uh, I, most. Yes, yes. I went to an English speaking school. That was my first, that is my first language. And Arabic was the second language that I spoke very poorly. And this is actually one of the reasons I was so afraid of creating content in Arabic. But this is where the bravery that I talked to you about earlier comes in. Forgetting, forgetting about your fears and your, probably you felt the same speaking English outside of your mother tongue, right? Yeah, I mean, today, I think for me, like speaking English is just became like very natural because I've been in Dubai now for 15 years and working most of my professional career into in English. So it's kind of my, I would, yeah, it's really my second language. And sometimes I have difficulties to speak in French. <laughs> so. Wow, look how things changed. When I met you several years ago, I remember one of the things you told me was, you know, I don't like my accent or something. You made a comment about your accent. Oh. I said, I love it. I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah. I well, interesting. I, yeah. Sorry? What sometimes you see, other people do not see. Yeah, definitely. I mean, probably, yes, before I was more conscious about my accent. Today, yeah. to be honest with you, I just don't care. I have a French accent. I know it. It's strong. I know it. And yeah. it seems, you know what? It seems that people like it. Yes, there you so, go. Like, I don't care. I love that word. 
I love that sentence. I don't care. That's so good. That's, that's really where everything stems from. I just don't care. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so now it comes to the fun part of um, this episode where for the first time I'm going to leave my guest uh, having the audience for herself in Arabic. As you probably know, I don't speak Arabic. I don't understand Arabic. Um, however, I asked Nisrin to um, talk us through you know, some topics and uh, um, three of them. So uh, prior to this episode, you know, I asked Nisreen, what would be the, uh, the three 2022 trends to live, not to uh, keep on doing them, you know, for 2023? What is the one trend of 2022 to keep because it's a must, because it makes us feel good about ourselves, because it's helping us in a way or another. And also, what are the uh, three favorite beauty products of Nisrina? So um, now, immediately, I'm going to leave the mic to Nisrin in Arabic. Yeah, what's your deal? تعزبوني على الكلام لأنه مثل ما بتعرفوا كتير تعذب بتعذب الحكي وهلا صار فينا نحكي عنها للور من دون ما هي تفهم علينا شو عم نقول <تصفيق> لا عم بمزح اوكي سو كنت بدي احكي لكم بالعربي اول شيء سالتني لور شو هن الثلاثه ترند يلي نحن انا بحب خليهم من سنه الماضي ناخذهم او هيدي السنه لحتى نخليهم لسنه 2023 وشو هي الترند اللي ما بدي اياهم ثلاثه وشو وحده اللي بديها فبعتقد الترند اول وحده اللي انا بدي كبها لبرا من دون ما نستعملها بقى هي انه بتعرفوا لما العالم بحطوا كل الكونتور والبلاش والهايلايت وكل شيء على الوجه الكونسيلر كله كله مره وحده على الوجه يعني منهم ما بياخذوا خطوات بيكونوا كلهم على الوجه مره وحده هيدا الترند بدي امحيها لانه ولا بروفيشنال ميك اب ارتست بيعمل هيدي الحركه وكل مره بعملها بيطلع وجهي مجرغم قد الدنيا فاكيد اكيد هيدي بدي امحيها هيدا الترند اعملوا الميك اب تبعكم الكونتور والهايلايت والكونسيلر كله بخطوته لحاله بيصير يطلع المكياج كثير احلى ومتناسق مع بعض على الوجه اكثر هيدي اول ترند بدي امحيها هلا طلبت مني ثلاثه صعبه انه اطلع بثلاثه بس بدي اجرب ثاني ترند ما بعرف اذا هي ترند بس بدي انه نمحي هيدي القصه اللي اسمها ترند، انه بعمل مثل الترند، بسخن حواجبي مثل الترند، بضاعف حواجبي مثل الترند. نمحي شيء اسمه ترند، اوكي بنعملهم لنتسلى، بنعملهم لنجرب، بس ما ضروري نعملهم حتى لو ما طلعوا حلوين علينا لانه كل العالم عم تعملهم. يعني ناخذ نحن من الترند نجربهم، نتسلى فيهم، المكياج كله عن التسليه، بس ما نعمل الشيء اللي ما بيلبق لنا بس لانه عم تقول لنا ترند انه نعمله، سو هيدا ثاني شيء بحب انه كبه برا، انه نحن نلحق الترند من دون ما نشوف شو هن الاشياء يلي بيلبقوا لنا او بيلبقوا لوجهنا. ثالث ترند، امم هيدي بدي فكر فيها شوي لانه الصراحه ما فكرت فيها وهلا سالتني اياها لور فما كان عندي كثير وقت لحتى افكر فيها. ثالث um, ترند إذا كان في كبة لبرا um, 
لايك لايك راح تكون فيري سيميلر لنمبر 2 بس من بس من جهتين، الثالث ترند هي لما كنا نلحق الترندات لحتى نروح فايرال، يا ريت يكون في اكثر شو شو بدي اعرف الكلمه بالعربي ما بدي اقول ولا كلمه بالانجليزي لانه بدي مصممه انه اعمل هيدا البودكاست هيدا الجزء من البودكاست بالعربي، بدي يكون في اكثر شفافيه بال كونتنت على السوشيال ميديا سو ترند هي يلي بدي امحيها هي انه كلنا نلحق السوشيال ميديا انفلونسرز هلا عم وجه لهم الحكي او اي حدا بيعمل بيوتي كونتنت على السوشيال ميديا ما يلحقوا ترندز لانه انه مثلا طلعت فاونديشن كل حدا بيقول عنها واو شو حلوه لانه كل العالم عم تقول واو شو حلوه بدهم يعملوا فيديو لحتى هن يروحوا فايرال لحتى هن يكبروا يكون عندهم فولورز اكثر سو so هيدي بدي امحيها كونوا عن جد قولوا شو الحلو شو العجبكم شو ما عجبكم وليه ما عجبكم عرفتوا علي سو نحن انا بدي يكون يكون في اكثر شفافيه على انستغرام وعلى السوشيال ميديا بلاتفورمز حتى العالم كمان انه فكروا فيها في انه الناس اللي عم يشتروا هول الاشياء عم بحطوا يعني هن بيكونوا اللايف سيفنجز تبعهم او انه هن فيهم يستعملوه على اي شيء ثاني سفر او شيء يروحوا يحطوا يشتروا هيدا البرودكت اللي منه منيح يمكن ما يزبط بس انت عم تقوله انه منيح سو so, هيدا الترند بدي امحيها كمان من عالم الانفلونسرز ان جنرال مش لالكم سو um, so, هول هن الثلاثه يلي كنت بمحيهم الترند الوحده يلي كنت خليها او بحب خليها لسنه الجاي um, يلي هي اولد ترند um, انا بحب الكونتورينج بس مش الهيفي كونتورينج بحب كونتور الشفاف لتكبير الشفاف Um, هيدا الترند كثير حلوه طلعت هيدي السنه هاو تو كونتور يور ليبس لحتى يبينوا اكبر. Um, I loved it كل اللي طلع عن الشفاف هيدي السنه اشياء حلوه وترندات حلوه و... وبالعكس انا حسنت لهم طريقتي الي لحط الليب لاينر والليبستيك لحتى يبينوا الشفاف اكبر مما هن فهيدي um, هي الترند اللي كنت بخليها اكيد الكونتورينج المنخار لانه انا كثير كثير بحب هيدي هيدي الشغله مع انه ماي نوز يعني ما ما كثير بحاجه بس حتى علي بحبه كثير بحبه بحب هيدا الترند النوز كونتور بس اكيد بطريقه كثير طبيعيه وبعتقد هيدي هي الترند يلي كانت هيدي السنه انه نرجع الاشياء اكثر للطبيعي الهيفي ميك اب كان راح لبرا والناتشرال ميك اب يلي هو اقرب شيء ل بشكلنا هو الترند الجديد يلي صار كان هيدي السنه وبدي اخليه ان شاء الله لسنه الشيء Um, هلا للور ثالث سؤال ثيرد ثيرد انسر ثيرد كويشن از وات ار ماي ثري فيفورت برودكت سو ثلاث منتجات يلي كثير بحبهم من هيدي السنه هلا انا رح لكم ثلاث منتجاتي المفضله ما بعرف اذا هن جداد بس رح لكم عن واحد جديد واثنين او جيز تو او جيز يعني منتجات بستعملها ورح ضلني استعملها قد ما بحبها قد الدنيا ويمكن تكونوا سامعين عنه مليون مليون مره بس بدي اكد لكم انه مو حلوين اول واحد هو الاور جلاس فانش كونسيلر هيدا الكونسيلر كريمي 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 حلو ما ببين الخطوط تحت العين بيخفي كل ال كل التصبغات تحت العين وفي منه كثير الوان فيكم تستعملوه ككوركتر وفيكم تستعملوه كهايلايت وفيكم تستعملوه ككونسيلر فبيجنن اذا عم تفتحوا على الكونسيلر الجديد بدكم تجربوه ضروري تجربوه كثير بنصح فيه ودائما بنصح فيه Um, في كونسيلرز غيرهم بس هيدا جديد يعني حتى اقدم لكم شيء جديد. ثاني شيء ماي فيفورت برودكت ثاني واحد هو 
بدي اقولها مع انه الف واحد بيقولها بس ضروري اقولها هي اللور مرسيه ترانسلوسنت لوس ساتين باودر هيدي الباودر كل حدا بينصح فيها وانا وحده منهم دائما بحكي عنها وما بدها اعلان هيدي الباودر لانه اوريدي كل حدا بيحكي فيها وكل حدا بحبها بس اذا عم تفتشوا على باودر لوس باودر تعملكم يطفي لمعه الوجه ويضلوا المكياج بمحله طول الليل جربوها لهيدي الباودر ما بتندموا سعرها غالي بس بتضاين وكثير حلوه وما بتعطي فلاش باك فهيدا هو المنتج الثاني ثيرد برودكت يلي بدي اقوله او ثالث منتج هو منتج جديد انا بدي اقدم لكم شيء جديد يلي طالع هيدا السنه وانا اكشلي حطيته اليوم على شفافي هو من فانتي بيوتي اسمه الباوتسكو بعرف انه هيدا سولد اوت بكل المحلات بس هو من الترندز يلي طلعت او مش الترندز طلعت كترندي فيديو انه يعملوا فيديوز عن هيدا الليب ستين او الليب تنت بس هو عن جد كثير حلو بيضاين لونه بجنن فورميلا ماني شايفتها من قبل باي ليب تنت او اي ليب ستين فهيدا اذا رجع على السوق ورجع على المحل ضروري تشتروه كثير حلو ما بيدبغ وما بينشف الشفاف وبيتركهم بلاصي وباتري فضروري تجربوا هيدا هو ثالث منتج وان شاء الله تكون استفدتوا شوي بهول الاشياء اللي قلت لكم اياها اليوم ان شاء الله نشوف اكثر شفافيه على الانستغرام وعلى مواقع السوشيال ميديا التواصل الاجتماعي و تابعونا كمان لحتى نضلنا نحكي بهول الترندز والاشياء الحلوه وبشوفكم باللايفز حتى تعرف عليكم اكثر واكثر Uh, so those are my answers, Lore, in Arabic. Um, I hope you got some of that. I, you at least, I hope, got the products that I recommended. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I got like some of the trends, like, you know, a few like, you know, words in English that, you know, you you said here and there. Um, but uh, we'll, uh, you'll tell me like uh, off the record what it was exactly. And uh, I will share that, you know, with my audience. Um yeah. We're getting towards the end of this episode. Um, and I think one of the questions that I wanted to ask you was, where do you get your inspiration from? A lot of my inspiration comes from large beauty content creators in the U.S. I feel like they are always a few steps ahead of us. And... Uh, And I like to look to them for the upcoming trends and upcoming products because we receive things in our market uh, later than they do. And so I like to look to those videos for inspiration and introduce my the Arabic audience to them um, in my own way and in my own voice. Looking back at 2015 Nisrin, what would you like to tell her? Um, so much. I think the the biggest thing I would love to tell her is, who cares? <laughs> This is something that you said. It's so important that we think like we have so many fears and 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 doubts about ourselves at the end of the day, and this mostly comes from societal pressure and societal like afraid of what people are gonna say and or do. But really, who cares? Just do what you gotta do. If you're not you're not hurting anyone, go ahead and have no fear. Um, who would you like to see as a next guest on uh, Beauty S'il vous plaît podcast? I want to see someone who's an underdog. I want to, she's not very much of an underdog, but I love her. I love her content. 
Um, I think she's wonderful to have on. She's actually, she grew very quickly on TikTok. She's also a beauty content creator, but she's Imarati. Her name is uh, Maha. I hope I got that right. I just, you know, when sometimes you know people by their screen names, her name is Fashion Chaser. Um, she's kind of like my online buddy. We grew together. She's larger than me now uh, in terms of following. But I'd love to I'd love to hear her answers to these things. I think she does. She's doing a great job. I'd love to see an Emirati representation on, on the show as well. And uh, I'm sure she'll get a lot of new, a new audience to your podcast as well, which will be really exciting. She's also yeah. part of the sports squad now. So yay. Ah. I'm happy for her. I'll, uh, you'll share with me her um, uh, Instagram or TikTok uh, later. But um, Nisrin, where, where can we find you? How can we get in touch with you? Always available on my social media at Nisreen Dal Makeup on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, on YouTube. I'm everywhere. You can always reach me in my DMs. I respond to all of them. I even try to do my comments all the time, but sometimes I don't have the time for that. But I really do try. Uh, always reach out to me in my, in my inbox. I'm ready to answer all your questions. I think I found Fashion Chaser Maha. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm so glad I got that right. <laughs> um, Nisli, it was such a nice episode to record, you know, with you. Uh, very refreshing as your personality, you know, is as you are, as I know you uh, from event, from the social media. And, uh, and actually, I think I'm seeing you tonight for another event that is true i forgot about that but yes we are I'm <laughs> yes uh, laura it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure thank you for having me i loved everything that you asked i think it's the really important questions to ask each other and have these open honest conversations thank you for being with us nisreen and uh, don't forget to go and give a follow to nisreen you will learn things about beauty you will learn things about yourself she will make you feel good about you and she will make you laugh as well nisreen thank you so much thank you laura thank you thank you so much for joining me in this episode today if you enjoy it please rate it with five stars, leave a comment, and share it with at least two of your friends. This will help the podcast to be more visible and high in the rank. I cannot wait to have you in my next episode to talk more about beauty. In the meantime, take care of yourself, and remember, be your own kind of beautiful. Beautiful.